Hello and welcome to the Kick in the Creatives podcast, hosted by myself, Sandra Busby, and my fellow creative, Tara Roskell, offering you interviews, inspiration, motivation, and a gentle prod in the right direction. And for lots more information, challenges, and other useful tools to help you get creating, you can go to www.kickinthecreatives.com. And of course, this is where you can also find today's show notes. Enjoy the show. So in today's episode, we'll be talking about why sometimes taking a short break from our art can actually be a good thing. But before we get onto that subject, as always, we want to thank everyone who's been sharing their work with us on social media this month for this month's challenges. I don't know about you, Tara, but recently I've been noticing that the level in the group has just gone up so much lately but I've realized it was nothing to do with having more people join us but it seems to be the fact that the people who've been with us for a year or more have just improved so much in that time have you noticed that yeah especially have you seen Angela's drawings Angela yeah, Murphy I know amazing I, I was thinking that yesterday yeah, yeah. I, at first I thought well we've got so many more members I mean we've got well over a thousand members now haven't we um but it it really is about the the you know the the ones Practice, that have been there for so long it? have just got so much better as well. It's amazing, really. It's amazing to watch. But obviously having that many members does make it more difficult to pick something out. Um, but I do want to mention Karen Thornton. She's been taking part in Sketchathon September, and I've been really enjoying her um, sketching style. She's doing some great stuff. And we've also got Ellie Clulo, and uh, she's been creating some really beautiful art using books. Have you seen them? Yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah, she's Paper been, cutting, isn't it? Yeah, she's she's kind of been cutting strips of text and out of the book and then slotting them into pages and making almost kind of like a sculpture out of them. So clever, so clever. Um, also, Alan Green, he's been sharing an episode of his manga tale with us every day this month, so that's been fun to watch too. So what about you, Tara? What's caught your eye? Well, I've really liked the sketches by Bethany Kelly. She's been doing some people sketches. I think, I can't remember what it was. Some, I don't know if it's Dungeons and Dragons or some sort of gaming meetup that she went to and she drew people. They were mm. really good. Deb Sane, have you been seeing her quotes? Yeah, yeah. I have. And, and, her, those... and her latest ukulele videos. <laughs> oh, brilliant. But yeah, I do like her quotes because they've been quite uplifting. They're usually about creativity as well. Yeah. And then Sarah Trees, I'm hoping, I'm hoping I'm saying that right. She created her first ever comic strip about a trip to the zoo. Did you see this one? No, I didn't. This was so good. There was a, a child in it, but it, the child was more interested in the seagulls than the zoo animals. It was a really <sighs> nice, nice thing. And I just wanted to give a quick mention as well to Dorothy Walker. She created a piece with watch parts. Oh, yes, uh, I saw that. And they're all embedded in polyfiller, but it, it looks so good. It does, doesn't it? They are beautiful because I was wondering, you know, what, what is that she's doing? Um, no, really lovely, really lovely. And that was for the kick time challenge, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, that polyfiller reminded me. I remember my mum used to make, I can't even remember what they were, but she used to cover something or other with polyfiller and shells. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't know what they were. Some sort of pots and stuff. Um, <laughs> I bet they're not dishwasher proof though It'd be no good probably in my house not, no. <laughs> Anyway, what is new with you? Well, probably nothing new with me so much at the moment Other than I am actually, um, well, part way through my next painting I've done layer two, which is good, so that's coming along nicely 
Um, but what's new with us, I think, um, over the last few months, I'd say probably two or three people have said to us, you know, is there any way we can support what you do at Kicking the Creatives? And I've got to say, you know, we've always been reluctant, haven't we, to do that up to now. But recently we decided that since some of you would obviously like to help, we would give you a way of being able to buy us a coffee or a beer (laughs) or a pizza. (laughs) Obviously, Tara and I, we just love what we do so much, but it is really, really time consuming and it does cost as well. So, any support from you guys would really help us. Now, since we um, we put all the spare time we have into kicking the creatives already, in return for your support, if you choose to give it, you will receive, drum roll, absolutely nothing extra. <laughs> <laughs> that means no extra audio, no extra video, no extra anything. Hi. So yeah, that's right. You'll it's get well absolutely yeah, you'll get absolutely diddly squat apart from a warm fuzzy feeling that you've helped us keep it all going. Now, if we do get enough support, then obviously we would be able to put more time into what we do, um, and then of course we could offer some extra goodies, and maybe we could even make this one day a weekly podcast instead of a fortnightly one. But I do want to stress that there is absolutely no obligation whatsoever. So Tara. Can you tell people where they can go to buy us a cuppa if they'd like to? Yeah, the site is called coffee.com, which is actually spelt ko-fi.com, and then it's forward slash kicking the creatives. And but- yeah, we would be really grateful for any support. It just helps us to pay for our podcast and website hosting. And also for props, because props for art kick some days are costing a fortune. <laughs> my, my muscle top. <laughs> really costing i know it's really weird what i've got in my drawers at the moment i've got wigs and all sorts just just quickly though you've mentioned to go to the website but what actually you could you could do is just go to our website That's and true. there's a link on the um is it the top right corner it says kofi yeah Kofi like link. That, yeah. so you just click on that and it'll take you directly to where you can um yeah pop a little donation in so anyway what else is new with you well you haven't told you have told me about your painting haven't you yeah um well, I've been on holiday, as you know. I went a week to the East Coast and then a week at home, and I've been doing quite a lot of sketching. And I've been watching some really good uh, urban sketching videos on my blueprint, too. I'll, I'll link to that in the show notes. But um, Lynn Chapman, who's was on our, well, be on our previous podcast now, she actually mentioned them. She's got a course on there as well. Hers is about character creation. But they've got some fantastic urban sketching videos on there so that was great i also went to an official north ants urban sketches group well just me and one other person actually but that was that was really good um someone local to me um and also we had a fantastic day in london didn't we on sunday we did sunday just gone yeah we had crappy weather it's been lovely up until they hadn't it but we had it was just a bit of rain and stuff, but it, it was such good fun. I mean, we started off in St. James's Park near Buckingham Palace and it was actually quite dry then, wasn't it? Yeah, it was actually beautiful at that point. Yeah, and we had quite a few people talk to us. The Americans seemed to talk to us quite a bit, didn't they? I know, because I think what happened was um, an American plane must have come in 
and um, they all came in onto St James's Park and they're so friendly they they kept coming to sit with us didn't they and asking about what we were doing it was great (laughs) yeah what I really liked was we we started drawing in the street we we were going back to the tube and we sat down because it was this really beautiful street with these street lamps and all these buildings and we sat there well I sat there you stood up and we were sketching I didn't have a fancy chair like you no lovely my chair (laughs) and then we sat there sketching and it suddenly started raining didn't it I would say it was torrential as well (laughs) it wasn't just a bit of rain it it came out of nowhere didn't it yeah but it made your picture look amazing it's because it washed it off (laughs) no because you'd use that water soluble pen and it gave that real drippy I loved it and so you can see that I don't know, is it just on the story? It might have disappeared, actually. It, it probably oh. has, yeah. I, yeah. I basically, I did the uh, the bones of a sketch um, of the street using this water-soluble pen with a, with a view of pulling out the shadows with sort of like a wet brush. But then all of a sudden, it, the rain just, it chucked it down and we, we barely had time to see it coming, really. And, um, yeah, it was such big, splashy dollops of rain and pretty much... I looked at my sketch, I went, oh, no, <laughs> it's ruined. And you went, you said, oh, no, I think it's amazing. I love it, yeah. <laughs> I let it dry and actually, funny enough, there is definitely something about it. So in a way, it kind of summed up the day perfectly because you've got the sketch of where we were at and, of, of course, the rain did all the work. And actually, yeah, I do, now I look back at it, I do think, yeah, I, I actually really like there's um, a lamppost in there in this sketch and where the water's kind of run sort of onto the lamppost it it looks like the sky is showing through the back of it and it's a really wet sky so it, it worked brilliantly but I think I'll just tell everyone that I meant to do it do yeah good idea no one will know no one's gonna yeah. know I tell you what send me that sketch and we'll put that in the show notes I'll put one of mine up and we'll put one of yours up and we'll stick that in the notes okay <laughs> and, and um so we did have to change our plans a bit anyway didn't we but yeah. we, we were sitting in St Pancras station yeah. Well, we were in the cafe, weren't we? On the outside, in, well, sort of inside, outside. So we're outside the cafe, but still inside the station. Yeah. And they have a piano, don't they, where anybody can come along and play on this piano, which was fantastic. And so we, we sat there and we were drawing the guy playing the piano and then people, people sitting there. And then we ended up, didn't we, with some children who were sitting <laughs> the, in the, on the table next to us started talking to you, didn't they? Because you were that side. And they ended up commandeering our art materials. <laughs> what happened was, yeah, I just remember feeling this little face getting closer and closer to my shoulder looking at what I was doing. And in the end, she, she whispered, you're really good. And I was like, why don't you have a go? And she was like, no, I can't. I was like, go on, ha- have a go in my sketchbook. So I gave her my sketchbook and my pencils and she, I was expecting her to just to have a little scribble, but then that was it. I, I didn't get it back. <laughs> it. <laughs> and then her brother came along and you gave him some paper. Um, so then it turned into a bit of like a, a like a play school really, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. And then we had, then we had to pretend after a little while that we were, we had to catch a train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it was it was good it was sweet very sweet then what else did we do where else did we sketch that day a uh, british library yeah because we were going to be going down the south bank but obviously in torrential monsoon weather it's probably not a good idea so yeah we, we went to the british library and actually i wish we'd gone there when it first opened in a way now because had we have done that we would have got a really great space wouldn't we because there's sort of little booths with tables everywhere isn't there yeah but this place was just full of people just studying so 
you know, <laughs> ideal models, really, for the sketching from life. But we ended up spending most of the time in the sort of cafe downstairs um, sketching the receptionist, <laughs> didn't we? <laughs> yeah. I mean, she was brilliant, wasn't she? Yeah. I, I, my drawing was so bad of her, but there was like um, all the reception people, they looked like real characters, didn't mm. they? Yeah. But there was this one woman and she sat behind her computer. She just had this massive hair yeah. that came over the computer. It looked so funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was brilliant. And, you know, it just goes to show, doesn't it? I mean, we did have to... We had this whole ske- uh, schedule planned out, didn't we, of where we were going to go, what we were going to do, what's the nearest tube station. So we had that all planned like we did in Brighton. And, of course, the weather just meant we had to kind of adapt. And it, it did work. It did work. We did make it work. Yeah. So that was really good. I would would actually really like to go to... If it's dry the next time we go, I'd really like to do a market still. I think that. Yeah, well, that was the plan, wasn't it? We were going to go to the South Bank and then go to the food market. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, we'll we'll do that next time. Hopefully it won't be raining. Yeah. We'll see. Anyway, anything else new with you before I start on this topic? No, I think that's my lot. So, So today we are talking about why taking a break from your art is sometimes actually a good thing. And I don't know about you, but... For me, it's around kind of this time of year that I just start to flag a little bit. I don't know what it is. It's kind of the very beginning of the year for me after the whole Christmas thing. And then then I get into a flow. And then about now, it's kind of like, oh, I'm feeling tired now. I think there just comes a point, doesn't there, where we can really benefit from just a little bit of time out. And sometimes it's important to act on those feelings because attempting to plough through regardless can lead I think to a bit of a crash and burn or even like a creative block as I've discovered in the past and I think we can put so much pressure on ourselves to be productive as artists but when you never allow yourself a break you can deny yourself an opportunity to recharge and sometimes even face a complete block if that happens so the thing is how do you recognize the difference between just not being in the mood feeling a bit lazy and and when it's actually time to take a little bit of time to to recharge what are your thoughts on that Tara yeah I think you need to think about you know are you being lazy or do you really feel you know stuck in a rut and really not like you're not enjoying it because I think if you stop every time you just don't feel like it then you're in danger of really getting out of a good habit but if you are really not enjoying it maybe it is time to have a short break if you keep trying to force ideas this might mean it's time to you know have a rethink there's a really fine line between pushing yourself to get through that creative resistance and you know pushing yourself so hard that you don't enjoy something anymore I mean I know this only too well because I think probably you know me stopping drawing for so long was probably due to drawing so much for work and stuff like that so you really need to think what you're doing Oh, yeah, definitely. And I, I find that if I try and force an idea, it really shows in the result. So I don't think that's ever a good idea to do. And, you know, if you take part in creative challenges in particular, I think sometimes you do need a break at the end, especially if it's a really long challenge, like, you know, the 100 day project, which you've done, Tara, haven't you? Or our own kick three, six, five challenge. How did you find that after the 100 day project? Yeah, I mean, after the 100-day project, I just did not want to make anything. I mean, <laughs> you even get to a point which is quite ridiculous on the 100-day project. I think because you know you've got so many days ahead of you, yeah. even by day 10, you're like, oh, my God, what have I done? Yeah, it's, it's like that. I think when runners, you know, they go through that threshold, the wall or whatever they yeah. call it. It's like you have to get through that. But a- afterwards, it's like it's, you definitely do not want to do the thing you were doing for the 100 days. No, yeah. you 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 want to swap it up a bit. I mean, this year I did our 
Abstract Art April and I was creating abstract faces. I might have mentioned this before. And I was intending continuing that and doing it as a 100-day project. But I, I decided I was going to reevaluate after 30 days and see how I still felt. Yeah. And yeah. at that point, I thought, no, because you're just... I'm pushing something out and pushing something out. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes that's important because sometimes that keeps you going on the off days. But if every day you're doing the same thing, so like if, if I did that a couple of days, I wouldn't worry about it. But when every day I'm then thinking I'm just pushing something out to push it out, then it's time to, you know, take a break and decide, you know, refocus and decide what you want to do. Sometimes it's just too restrictive and you need to mix it up a bit. Yeah, I mean, challenges like that, they're a fantastic way of, I think, building a creative habit but they do need a good level of self-discipline and focus as well and there'll be times when you just don't feel like it you're not in the mood but you like you say you've got to plow through it anyway but sometimes in order to do that you've got to promise yourself maybe a couple of weeks break at the end of it not because you don't love what you do because you do love what you do and a part of that is allowing yourself a bit you know, time to recharge afterwards and to refill that creative well. And I think doing any kind of creative challenge, even if, you know, just for 30 days, it can be hard. And some are a lot harder than others, like we said. I mean, we created, didn't we, the Quick Kicks Challenge for that reason. I mean, it's so much easier to fit that in around other things. And also it's a lot easier to catch up if you get a bit behind. But the other thing, whether it's a painting you've been working on, um, for a few weeks or a 30-day challenge is that you can start almost feeling a little bit bored of doing the same thing. So you should always try and find a way of making things a little bit more interesting. So for example, um, maybe when you've got a big painting on the go, you could have another one on the go at the same time. So you can switch it up when you feel like it. You can think, oh, I'll work on that one today. Or you can take a day away from it and just do some fun sketching for a change. And that can feel like having a break when you're doing something more detailed. And I do that a lot with, you know, when I'm doing painting, I have to, I find it a real joy to just go and sit and scribble for a while instead. But, I mean, challenges, I mean, they're called challenges, aren't they? Because that's what they're meant to be. They're meant to be challenging. So rather than give up halfway through, you know, make it work for you. Put your own interesting spin on it. And if it gets too repetitive, then book yourself a week or two off once it's over. And I know, Tara, you bore really easily, don't you? So you um, often think of ways of making things more fun. What kind of things do you do? Well, I, I was actually thinking first that what I would do is if I was doing a really long challenge again, like the 100 day challenge, yeah. I think I would set myself points along the way. So I might set myself uh, 20 days in or 30 days in and then reevaluate and then decide, do I want to stick with this or change direction? Because you can still create, you can yeah. just adapt, can't you? So say, for example, I was doing abstract art April and I was doing abstract faces of people. I mean, I think like you suggested, why not try doing abstract animals or abstract something else? And you could then, okay, so for the next 30 days, I'm going to do that. Or for the next 10 days and then reevaluate. You can just sort of change it up or change the medium. Okay, I've been doing these and I was doing mine in um, Neocolor, those sort of waxy pastels. So I might say, okay, I'm going to use watercolors. And just by changing up your medium, you completely change the method by which you're doing it. It just gives it, it sort of refreshes things a bit, doesn't it? Yeah. And I think also time of year, that can have a real effect, can't it, on your production? It's those dark nights. Oh, yeah. You know, you expect, you expect to create the same pace all year round, but 
you know, it's just not like that. You seem like you've got a shorter day. And obviously Christmas is a really difficult one. You know, most artists slow down at that time of year because there's so much other stuff going on. It's a really good idea, especially when the nights are getting dark quicker. Just have a sketchbook by the sofa. I mean, that's what I always do. I've got a lovely corner sofa. So I have my <laughs> sketchbook. It's terrible. My sketchbook is sitting on the sofa. Um, and then... It, there's no excuse for me not to just pick up and do a quick sketch of my dog or my partner or something around the room or, you know, take get some reference. And it just becomes a part of your routine. And you don't need any fantastic lighting, you know, like, because in the dark nights, it's really not good. If you're going to paint, oh, it's no. not great, is it, for lighting? No. But, you know, if you're doing a little sketch, it doesn't matter, does it? No, definitely not. So, so um, I think... Poor old Kevin, he must permanently have a sketchbook shoved in his face. <laughs> no, we've we got two sofas. Yeah, I know. We but but every time we turn to it, you must be staring at him. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, yeah, constantly. And I, I think I told you the other day I was drawing him, because I've drawn him so much over the holiday, because I just wanted to practice people. And so he was sitting there and he's my unwitting victim. Yeah, and, and um, the good thing is you can say, don't move, stop, yeah, go back to where you are. Yeah. And then, but I, I drew him in the garden the other day, but I was doing him a water-soluble pen. I thought, oh, I just put a bit of shadow under his nose. It was casting. He ended it with moustache. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you did that with Danny Gregory once, didn't you? Yeah, well, we interviewed Danny said. Gregory yeah. and you did a, a drawing to sort of promote the, the podcast episode that he was on and, and uh, <laughs> you kept drawing him, didn't you? And he, <laughs> somehow he had a purple moustache in every one of them. <laughs> yeah, it's my shadow. I think I overkicked the, the uh, shadows. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think it's a great idea having the sketchbook by the sofa. And you're absolutely right with the, the darker evenings. I mean, you go into work, don't you, and it's dark, and then you come home and it's dark, and it's like, oh, the day's over. Whereas in the summer, you know, it's still light at, till sort of 8, 9 o'clock. So you get home and you're like, well, I've got three hours of doing this or whatever. So it's, yeah, having that sort of discipline to just do it in the lounge on the sofa. And I've got a nice... <laughs> do it in the lounge on the sofa. <laughs> Well, okay, maybe that too, but no, I'm talking about sketching, Tara, keep, yeah. it, keep it clean. <laughs> I've got a lovely corner sofa as well, and I'll tell you what, for some reason, none of us ever sit in it, it's just... Oh, really? Yeah, it's really... A, well, yeah, I do, when I'm using my iPad, right? and I'm just sort of looking things up, when we have to get the photographs for our Pinterest board... Oh, yes. For yeah. our PDFs, yeah. for, you know, the challenges, and, you know, whenever I'm looking through for images, I'll... That's my little corner. But, yeah, I never thought of having a sketching corner. I like that idea. Yeah, yeah but you wouldn't want to leave your sketchbook on the sofa. No, because it's pale. For you, wouldn't it? And it's really pale grey. Oh, right. <laughs> so if I got pen on it, can you imagine? Oh, my God. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think there are times uh, you can just be generally burnt out for no particular reason at all, not just because of dark nights or whatever. You, you just simply lose your your mojo and, and I think that's perfectly normal at least I hope it is because it happens to me quite regularly um but when it happens it can be really beneficial for your art to just allow yourself that little bit of time out and sometimes doing that can be just what you need and I know when I've done it you know it doesn't take long for the brushes to start calling me again I think it's almost like a psychological thing where as soon as you don't pressure yourself to do something you start almost wanting to do it you know, when we talk about taking a break, I'll be clear here, we don't mean like 
a month long, we don't mean a long break because I don't think that's a good idea at all. You don't want to get out of a good habit that you're in. We're talking about maybe a couple of weeks maximum just to concentrate on other things for a bit, like, I don't know, absorbing inspiration from other sources, I suppose, and just taking the brakes off, take the pressure off a little bit. Yeah, do something like do it on the sofa or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> take the pressure off. Anyway... Um, you may also need a break if work gets too hectic, especially if you're doing a creative job, because the last thing you want, sometimes it just completely drains your brain. You've already been thinking about crazy stuff all day. It's like, it's like the chippy, isn't it? Who's done all his carpentry work all day. The last thing he wants to do is come and work on his house doing stuff. That's why they uh, say, don't they? A carpenter's house is never finished. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think it is like that, isn't yeah. it? You, Cause y- you've, you've used all that creative energy on, yeah. on that job you had to do for someone and, you know, sometimes it just completely burns you out and you, you just need to take a break. But, you know, saying that, art can be a really good way to relax, even if it's just a five-minute doodle. It can put you in a better mood as well. So maybe it's just time to take yourself a bit less seriously and make less serious art. I mean, um, there's a lovely time sketches that you love that, that they always work for me. Um, <laughs> but taking a break doesn't mean you've got to go cold turkey either you can still do other creative things and and if you want some ideas you know how to experiment with your ideas as well uh, your art ideas check out episode 38 where we talk all about that yeah i think a break can be the perfect opportunity to gather inspiration by absorbing the things around you rather than always doing something so you know when you're taking some time out use that time to fill your creative tank you know, don't shun art altogether, you know, use it to visit local art galleries, read art books, visit other places where you might find inspiration. And don't forget, you know, you're going to laugh when I say this, carry a notebook, <laughs> like I don't. Because <laughs> I, whenever I get some inspiration, I do actually write it down, but I write it on my phone. But if you have a notebook, it's a great place to jot down ideas for future projects. And, you know, I, I often find that when I'm not trying to think of ideas, they tend to come more naturally. And I think that's when, you know, I when, when you try and force things, I think it can kind of almost grind you to a halt, can't it? But like you said, you know... you. You don't have to take a break from art full stop. Just do arty things, but don't necessarily do serious stuff. Like, you know, I, I'm, I'm, when I finish this painting, I always take a break between paintings. I just have to. And then I, that's when I really embrace the sketchbook or just watching videos and just getting inspiration from other areas. I think it's, it can be really fun. And it can be actually fun getting up and thinking, I haven't got a paint today, but actually I just feel like, you know, drawing something. Just doing what you feel like rather than do what you feel like you've got to do. Yeah, what you said about carrying a notebook around, I actually, the other day, I haven't used them yet, but I suddenly realised that there were times like when I was out in the car with Kevin or on my own, whatever, when you sort of stop for a minute, that, oh, I could sketch then. So I've now put a sketchbook and a pen in my car and in his car. <laughs> and, and I think idea. like you were saying the other day, um, when I was out with him, one day we might have mentioned this last last time i ended up drawing in the tesco's car park while he was picking up his dry cleaning yeah. and you'd done something similar hadn't you yeah that's it yeah we were both in tesco yeah because we were so, chatting on the phone weren't we yeah so just little moments like that as well and and it's like a moment that would have been wasted but it's quite fun and it's throwaway it's that thing like you know i don't care if that sketchbook goes in the bin it was just the fun at the time it wasn't no. It's not a serious thing. Because we were chatting, weren't we? And, and I said, have you done any sketching lately? You said, oh, I did a 
sketchy in Tesco car park yesterday and it was really weird because I, I had as well. <laughs> yeah, do you think Tesco might day. sponsor us? <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> it was so funny, though. We kind of did the same thing at the same time, the same day. It was really funny. But I, I used to know a lady, um, say no, a lady, I used to follow a lady who had a blog. Now, she had a blog called Laura Lines. don't know if she's still got it now. Um, she's absolutely fantastic artist. And she used to constantly do sketches in the car while her presumably husband was driving along, so because she travelled a lot, so yeah. she there was lots of um, sketches of you know the car in front, lampposts sort of swishing by, bridges, and so she would literally draw the view in front of her as they were driving. I don't think I could wow. do that because, uh, but you know, well, they were really quirky, and but if I tried to do that, I think well, it'd be so wobbly, wouldn't it? Yeah, and trying to if you're trying to capture the actual view in front of you, it changes so changes quickly, doesn't that. it? Yeah, I mean, they were mainly kind of motorway views, I think. Right. But still, you know... It, I suppose I thought, you're repeating bridges, but you've really got to hold that in your head, haven't you? Yeah, and your, your memory only lasts really a few moments, doesn't it? So it's Although constantly... I was... Um, you know, I told you I was really watching those videos on the My Blueprint. Yeah. There was one, one by a guy called... Um, Mark Tarot Holmes, I think it is. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant urban sketcher. And he was saying, this was more with drawing people, but basically the same thing, that the more you do it, the more you will start being able to hold a, a motion or, you know, how a figure moves in your head. The yeah. You do, which is quite interesting. Well, yeah. I mean, if, if you ask the average person to draw a face from memory, yeah, then they'll just do it with the eyes right at the top of the head. They, they won't really be doing it from memory. They're doing what they think a face is like. Yeah. So when you when you actually, the more you draw, the more you learn, and you learn that actually, no, that's not where the eyes go, and you, you learn what a face actually does look like. So actually when somebody does go, you can kind of use that knowledge, can't you, to fill in the blanks. Yeah, but he was also saying not not just that, okay, you know roughly how anatomy is and all that mm. sort of thing, but also almost like... You could hold that picture in your head right, for yeah. longer, almost like, you know, a little snapshot. Whereas it, for us, if, if we've only just started, you know, trying to do more of this urban sketching, we only maybe get a second or two. Whereas, mm. you know, you might be able to hold it in there a bit longer. Yeah. And, and of course, you were talking about inspiration. And, and of course, there is absolutely tons online, isn't there? Yeah. Especially youtube you could get you could get sucked into youtube and online classes and do you remember what we were going to write it was actually my fault i'm supposed to be writing a blog post about all the different places that you can learn online we had loads of great suggestions from our group so i still need to do that slap <laughs> i need to do that um, but the important thing is to give yourself a set time off like you were saying rather than just stopping until you feel like and it's almost like make that date like if you were booking a holiday you would have a date you're going on holiday, you'd have a date you were coming back and you've got to go back to work. And it's a bit like that, you know, you're planning the date you've got to go back to work, although it's a lot more fun to go back to drawing, in my opinion, yeah. and go back to work. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And you could even decide, you know, you could plan what you were going to start when you're coming back. So you could plan to start taking an online class or that you're going to try something arty that you've been meaning to try, you know, for years and never got round to. And someone in our group, uh, Christy Neff, I don't I don't know the reason she started doing that, but she recently got into doing acrylic pores. Did yes, you see these? I did. Yeah. And so that's effective, aren't they? And they look absolutely amazing, but it's yeah. totally different to what she normally does, isn't it? Oh, yeah. 
completely she normally does her mermaids and her sea mm. pictures. Um, so she completely switched what she was doing up and had a lot of fun doing it. And she created absolutely lovely images. So you could do something like that. Yeah, just try something completely different. Yeah. yeah. Like recently I've been experimenting with uh, completely new materials that I've never tried really before. And that's mainly for our Arctic Sunday videos, to be honest. And actually, just when you're having a break, that could be the time to just have a bit of fun with something like that if you you don't want to completely go cold turkey. When I take a break, I often find that I cannot wait to pick my brushes up again. Once I've had maybe a few days where I'm, you know, I know I, I'm not painting, it's almost like, well, then I really want to. <laughs> it's that, And I love that feeling, you know, that excitement again that you get after a little break. And another thing I find as well is if I don't get that excitement and I, my, brush, my brushes don't actually start calling me again, I find that sometimes just looking back at my own past work, the work I really like, um, or even just my sketchbooks can get me really fired up again to do more. So that's often a, a time to evaluate what you do, your art, where you like it to improve, you know, where you want it to go. Yeah, so it's not time just to sit there watching back-to-back episodes of Home and Away, like... <laughs> <laughs> like you love. I love Home and Away, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when we were in London, I was um, experimenting with markers, and I got a major sense of excitement out of doing that because I was drawn in a completely different way to how I normally would. Now, I've, I've sort of used markers a little bit before and experimented, but this I was just like getting some colour so there's people in front of me I'm getting or buildings I'm getting a load of colour and just you didn't like the term slapping it on <laughs> so I'm slapping on the colour um, and then drawing over the top of it but it that felt so because on, on the way down on the train I'd drawn this guy with like a pen and wash you know how we've been yeah, using water yeah that was and, lovely what pen was that again? that was that one that you hate that thick kind of I can't what it's called. Paper mate, something or other. And it's I like hate a fibre tip. Yeah, you hated it. I gave you one to use when oh, we went. Oh no! Oh, that was a, that's a chunky marker though. No, I get, I suggested you try one in Brighton, and oh, it was like right. a fibre tip, bit like a felt oh, yeah. tip. Oh and you yeah. Said, oh no! I don't, <laughs> I don't want to use that. <laughs> <laughs> did I say it like that? Yeah, you did. In that really you posh should, voice. Yeah, quite posh. Um, so yeah, but. It, doing something like that experimental it's so it does give you that sense of excitement doesn't it and the also i think when you do something like that and try something new all expectation could go out the window can't it yeah definitely uh, i agree i must actually dig my markers out i've got some markers and i think i've used them once so when i saw you dig your markers out in um in london i must say i, I thought actually they do look really effective they look really cool and I've got some I've got some that I got years ago and they're the ones kind of with the sharp um edges you know like the what would you call marker yeah kind of with that blunt sort of square edge and it's they're not something I've ever enjoyed well I never enjoyed when I tried them first time so I've never got them out again but I might actually do that because it was like that with the brush pen wasn't it you know the brush pen I hated sorry you could have used mine in London Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I could have done, but I was, yeah, I was actually trying to use, I was trying to get my head around ink tense pencils. So (laughs) (laughs) I was experimenting with my own different style, wasn't I? But yeah, yeah, I think um, sometimes actually it's, 
it's quite a good thing to just try something else because like you say you can surprise yourself and it can just be a bit of fun and it's not serious and like you say there's no expectation so that was yeah. funny actually because the first one I tried with these markers I, I tried one thing at home that I'd sent to you and said yeah what do you think to this didn't have yeah. my a buildings which was just like a 10 minute thing mm. and I thought oh this is this has got potential so when we got there and we were sitting in St James's Park uh, and the Americans you spoke about who'd got off a plane or had obviously come in the coach or whatever, there was a group of them and I started drawing some of them trying to use this style. And of course, they had no idea what I was doing because I was just experimenting. And they looked, they looked terrible. And I'd drawn this little man. Who'd well, you mean the really... sketches, not the Americans? <laughs> no, no, this is my sketches. But I'd drawn this little man who had this big pot belly and a little hat on. And he looked awful because I'd, I'd done him legs that were half a size they should have been. And then there was a woman next to him I'd started drawing with a pink top and another woman who'd got like a, a pink beret thing on. And then only go and came, I'm, I've still got my thing. And I didn't notice. I saw them go. But no, so they come and sat opposite us, didn't they? And he goes, oh, that looks good. <laughs> him with a pot belly. And luckily he didn't realise it was him. <laughs> no. And then I said, oh, yeah, that one's not working. I put, put the page over and started a new one. Those chunky markers, though, they work fantastically for buildings. I thought they were brilliant. That's yeah, I, I prefer them for people, I think. Oh, but really? Yeah. That's interesting. No, I, I, I would more likely use them for buildings i think you know how much i love drawing buildings <laughs> yeah, but do you know what i love your buildings and your street scenes they're they're sometimes my favorite things that you do mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i don't know i don't know yeah. sometimes you're not your own best judge are you no it's weird isn't it yeah anyway art should always be fun so when it's time when it stops being this sounds like a gambling advert (laughs) when it stops being fun stop (laughs) (laughs) it's good to step back and relax for a while hopefully you'll soon be raring to create again even if it's something slightly different yeah i mean i find like with my paintings they they take a long time to complete so when i take a break between them you know it's great to just do other things like we said so what other things, Tara, do you reckon that you could do outside your usual craft? Me personally or people in general? Okay, start with you. Me, I would do a lot of sleeping. <laughs> no, <laughs> creative way. Yeah, creative, creative things. I'd be dreaming. Love the dreams. <laughs> um, me, um, do you know, I really did, did enjoy writing poems. When we did those silly little poems for that challenge years ago. And I yeah. used to do that all the time, but... I never would think of doing that now, but that is one thing I could do. Um, I think also you, I could switch from doing drawing on paper to going digital. So what about other people then? Well, I think you could switch from doing like drawing to make things in clay or material. You could write short stories. Um, you could make animations or little videos, take photographs. It's endless, isn't it, really? Well, I think it's about playing rather than doing it because you are trying to learn. Just turn that learning into play. That's, that's, I think, the secret. Because actually sometimes by doing that you can... You can suddenly find something you think, oh, I'd quite like to do more of this. I mean, how many people in our group, you know, when they've done poetry challenges or, um, I don't know, they'll come back and say, wow, you know, I had no idea I would enjoy this so much. And they've carried on. And it was just playing. It's just doing something because they're 
doing something for the sake of doing it. Yeah, but you do forget to play, don't you, as you get older? But saying that, I do love learning new things. So, well, we I, haven't I, forgotten how to play. No, we're, we're idiots, aren't we? <laughs> we did a lot of playing in London. <laughs> I suggested that next time we need to climb a tree. Yeah, and I suggested I'd video it while you climb the tree. <laughs> we'll be falling out the tree, brittle bones. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Yeah, we, we we can still play, even though we're walking around London both having hot flushes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can still oh, play. I think that was just because the uh, tube's hot. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's let's just stick with that. Yeah. <laughs> so if a short break doesn't have a positive effect, then maybe what you're actually going through is a creative block. And if you think that might be the problem, then, you know, don't ignore it just you have to deal with it because that can go on and it only gets worse so I would recommend listening back to an episode that we did on just that um I think you'll find that really helpful I wish I could <laughs> I wish I could think about what episode it was but episode it's basically 21 is it episode 21 yeah I have you got that right in front of you <laughs> oh, no I wrote it down because I thought I bet uh, she won't have looked yeah. it up <laughs> I was right wasn't I <laughs> episode 21 and I think anyone like I say who's struggling with that I definitely think that's one to listen to. Right, shall we read out the yes. answers to our previous question? And yeah. the question was, if you could go urban sketching anywhere, where would it be and why? Okay, so I have got Bervantil, Italy, because then I would be in Italy. I love that answer. <laughs> so, so, so clever. Um, I've got Colin Pigeon. I don't, I don't know if, I, if it's... I don't think it's pigeon, is it? It's pigeon. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Colin. Um, And I I won't be able to say the rest of this either. Eje, Ege, in Hungary, great architecture and history. Northernmost reach of the Ottoman Empire, hence the out-of-place minaret. I don't know what that means. And Sespasolvolgi, Valley of Beautiful Ladies, apparently that means. Home to many wine cellars. I should have given you that one. I was going to say, I am so surprised <laughs> that that didn't land on my 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 bit because normally, yeah, you I normally give arrange me the hard it. ones. <laughs> Angela Murphy, she says Prague, the buildings, the history, the diversity, and the beer. Oh yeah. No, I thought Angela was just a gin woman, but obviously beer as well. Yes. No, I like a beer. I'm afraid. Um, yeah, I've never been to Prague though, so on my bucket list. And I've got Gabriella Pop, and she says, Venice, outside the season. I've loved this beautiful city for ages, and I know some special places apart from the usual points, but I've never sketched there. There's a podcast called Books and Travel, um, and Joanna Penn does that podcast, and there's one particular episode that is on there. It's all about Venice. Actually, there might be two episodes what on episode there What episode is that, Sandra? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I wasn't... This is just ad lib, you know. <laughs> but it was fascinating, absolutely fascinating. And, uh, you know, I've been to Venice years ago. I was only about 14, so way too young to actually appreciate Venice. But um, I didn't know that it floods every year. Um, I didn't know that... There's so much about Venice that I didn't know. And there's so much about Venice that isn't what you you would think it is. And, yeah, and she talks a lot about the uh, parts you really must visit that are outside the tourist Point. So anyone who's interested in going to Venice, have a listen to that. So it's really where good. they make cornettos. Well, I just I, that's what I thought. I just thought cornettos and gondoliers. Isn't that terrible? Yeah, that? it is. <laughs> I have got Louis Miller. Is that how you say Louis Miller? I'm not sure. Uh, Louis Miller, 
Chiobano. Chiobano. I'm sorry. I really. I'm sorry to whoever you are. I'm so sorry. I couldn't pronounce your name. Uh, but yeah, also Venice. I love the city. I love water and boats. Well, obviously that's the right place to go if you love water and boats. I've got Nick Tate West, and she says Cahokia, the largest Native American city, pre-colonization. It's in Illinois, US, US, and while there aren't any residents anymore, it's a heritage site with plenty, plenty to draw. Mumsy Savo, she says Amsterdam, because I've never been, but all the photos I see would be wonderful inspiration. Yeah, and the hash cakes too, Mumsy. <laughs> <laughs> Have I mean, you ever been I, to Amsterdam? No, didn't I say last time? Because I was getting a bit messed up. Um, I'm not sniffing a hash cake. Sniffing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You can tell how down with it I am, can't you? <laughs> yeah, well, we're hoping to go to Amsterdam, aren't yeah. we, for a sketchy trip at know. some point. Yeah. Maybe yeah. next year. Yeah. And then I've got Kathy Richardson. And she says, Paris, I'm going back in two years and I'm practising my urban sketching so I can sit at my favourite cafe and sketch without fear. And I've got Rob Myers, Valletta, Malta. Oh, no, hang on. That's, that's it, the name, yeah. isn't it? Is, no, no, that's right. a, it's is a it... place, Valletta in Malta. Oh, okay. A city in Malta. <laughs> I was thinking it was Rob Myers Valletta. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rob. Okay, uh, yeah, Valletta Malta, amazing architecture. Uh, architecture. Architecture. <laughs> Let me say this again. Rob Myers Valletta Malta, amazing architecture. I've never been there myself. Yeah, so, I've been yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. It was absolutely boiling from what I remember. But yeah, it was a really interesting city. Quite um, some bits were quite run down, what I remember. Mm. But yeah, mm. really interesting. Then I've got Tracy Faulkner, and she says Florence, Italy. The Duomo. Oh, I'm saying that wrong, aren't I? Duomo. <laughs> Do you know how to say that? No. Nope. <laughs> and the Ponte Vecchio and Gelato. That's why I think it's about the ice cream. Then. Oh yeah, I love gelato. Uh, I've got Danny Chen. I like looking at urban sketching posts on Instagram, but never seem to have the interest of doing it myself. Is it my lack of ability to find beauty or lack of beauty in daily life? Is there something wrong with me? That is deep, Danny. Uh, he's laughing. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's a got laughing, laughing face. emoji. He's laughing and crying. <laughs> yeah. I used to be just like that myself I used to be just like you Danny and I only really started enjoying it recently when I started doing um, sketching out and about with a friend so Tara because somehow I think that makes it more fun and social so perhaps try asking someone else to join you and I think once you start you'll definitely want to do it again yeah and we've got a brand new question which I think you've got haven't we Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Today's question is, what subjects do you tend to avoid sketching and why? So what subjects do you tend to avoid sketching and why? You know I'm going to ask you, don't yeah, you, Yeah, I do. So I'm prepared. Oh, uh, yes. that's a first. So I don't like drawing bottoms. Bottoms? <laughs> no, that's not my real answer. My real answer is I don't like drawing landscapes much. No, me neither. You no, I both. don't mind Isn't if it's funny? got a building in it, but you know when you've just got like a mountain or just tree. I don't like drawing trees. Grass. No. Yeah. No, I'm the same. Yeah. I just find it a bit dull. And that's yeah. I, I love looking at other people's. I just yeah, don't enjoy drawing them. Yeah. 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 Too much of the same thing almost, isn't it? Yeah. I know people won't agree with that at all, but mm. there we go. Um, and as always, you can tweet us your answers at Kick Creatives 
or let us know in the Facebook group, which you haven't joined, I suggest you do. We'll also put the question up there and on the Facebook page and of course on our Instagram, which is Kick in the Creatives. And don't forget to pop over to our website at kickinthecreatives.com to find out how you can take part in some of our upcoming creative challenges. And of course there you can subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And if you are enjoying the podcast, we would be so grateful if you would just leave us a little review on iTunes or even just a star rating if you don't have much time. And also don't forget to check out and subscribe to our weekly YouTube videos called Arc Kick Sunday. The videos are lighthearted and fun, but also genuinely informative too. And actually that's on our Kicking the Creatives. It's Kicking the Creatives on YouTube. So if you want to chuckle, check out the ones we've aired so far. And we actually recorded another one, didn't we, in London? Oh that yeah! I, that I think it's going to be quite funny. So <laughs> it's it's a really silly one, isn't it? Uh, yeah, and it's the first one we've been able to do together in the yeah. same vicinity yeah (laughs) and we we, we've noticed when we look back that we act like we're about 12 (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's so funny and that's even the bits that when we're not actually doing the video (laughs) and don't forget if you do enjoy what we do and you would like to help support us here at kicking the creatives you can now support us by buying us a coffee and you can find the link on our website so we'd be really grateful so we will see you again soon for another episode yeah see you soon bye Bye. thank you so much for listening we hope you enjoyed the episode and if you did perhaps you'd like to share it and leave a review for us on itunes back soon so dry places and not dry places okay because borough market there's borough market um, I don't know any. Have you been to any of them? I th- I I've might been have to years one ago. with Paul. I've been to one with Paul, but it's quite... <sighs> years ago, I went to something by a canal. What would that have been? Well, you, are you sure it was a canal? Are you sure it wasn't the, the South Bank food market, which is by the Thames? I don't know. It was like so many years ago, I can't remember. Yeah. There's loads of markets in... in um... I don't think it was a market even. I just remember this canal. <laughs> so basically yes. what you're saying is you went to a canal and <laughs> yes. there wasn't a market there. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs>